I guess this is part three of the status of mental health in Ottawa 2018 report published by Auto Public Health. So now we're at the psychological well-being section. Psychological well-being, the presence of high levels of emotional, social, and psychological well-being indicate that an individual's mental health is flourishing. Psychological well-being is shaped by an autonomy, environmental mastery slash competence, personal growth, positive relations with others, purpose in life, and self-acceptance. In Ottawa, 64% of residents aged 15 years and older reported high psychological well-being in 2011/12, which has lower than the rest that which was lower than the rest of Ontario, 70%. High psychological well-being in Ottawa residents was higher in those less than 65 years of age, a mother tongue of English, increasing educational level, higher incomes, Canadian-born residents and immigrants that arrived more than 10 years ago, homeowners, and those who were employed in the past week. When all these factors were examined at the same time, mother tongue was the only factor that remained significant. Those that reported French or another language as their mother tongue were more likely to report low psychological well-being as compared to individuals with English as their mother tongue. The relationship between language and psychological well-being has been previously reported. Across Ontario in 2014 and 2015, 75% of grades 6 to 12 students reported high autonomy, example sense of independence, freedom of expression and choice. Nationally, Autonomy was reported lowest among grade 6, 74%, and grade 8, 73% students, and highest among grade 12 students, 77%. Across Ontario in 2014 and 15, 85% of grades 6 to 12 students reported high competence, example, sense of mastery and success in their environment. Nationally, competence was reported slightly lower among females. 81% versus 82% for males. And there appears to be a declining gradient from grade 6 to grade 11. Grade 6, 88%. Grade 11, 78%. Social well-being. Social well-being, including social connections, is strongly related to positive mental and physical health outcomes, while social isolation tends to be detrimental to health. A sense of belonging within the community is one measure of social well-being. It reflects an individual's social attachments and their level of social engagement and participation in the community. Two-thirds of Ottawa residents, 63%, aged 12 years and older, reported a very or somewhat strong sense of belonging to their local community in 2013 and 2014. Over the past 10 years, Ottawa residents have reported lower levels of strong community belonging compared to residents across the rest of Ontario, except in 2009-2010. Over the past 10 years, Ottawa residents aged 20 to 44 years reported the lowest levels of strong community belonging and youth aged 12 to 19 years reported the highest levels of strong community belonging. Residents who lived alone reported lower, lower levels of strong community belonging compared to those who lived with others, with or without children. 
These associations exist even when accounting for other factors such as sex, mother tongue, education, household income, immigration, home ownership, and indigenous identity. Among youth, social well-being is measured by social connections found in their daily routines, such as their relationships with peers, parents, and teachers. These social connections involve being close to others and trusting them, and experiencing positive attachments at home, school, and within the community. Across Ontario in 2014-2015, 85% of grades 6 to 12 students reported high social connectedness with their teachers, parents, and friends. Social connectedness was reported highest amongst grade 6 students and lowest among grade 10 and 11 students. Trends in relatedness by grade are detailed in figure 6 along with autonomy and competence. Mental health care, utilization, mental health challenges and illness, substance use and addiction. As part of a population-based assessment of Ottawa's mental health, local data on health care utilization and rates of mental illness are informative. Nonetheless, while important, illness rates and health care use are but one component of a community's mental health. In fact, mental health and mental illness are not mutually exclusive. Just as an individual with a physical illness such as type 2 diabetes may have a healthy life, so too those with mental illness can have a positive mental health. Similarly, those with no diagnosed mental illness can have poor mental health. Therefore, the data presented in this section regarding utilization and illness rates offer an important but incomplete picture of the community's overall mental health. So highlights for Ottawa. Many Ottawa residents sought care for mental health and addictions. 16% of residents and 30% of grades 7 to 12 students talked to a health professional about their mental and emotional health in the past year, yet one-third, 32%, of students wanted to talk to someone about a mental health or emotional problem in the past year but didn't know where to turn. 162,496 residents made 728,938 outpatient visits to physicians for mental health and addictions conditions in 2015. 11,185 residents made 17,790 visits to the ED for a mental health or addictions related condition in 2016. The rates of ED, again that's emergency department, visits for mental health and addictions increased by 46% since 2006, primarily driven by a sharp climb, more than doubling, among youth and young adults. Seven thousand and seventy-five residents were hospitalized for a mental health or addictions condition in 2016. This represents a 45% increase since 2007, arising from an increase in hospitalizations among young adults and, to some extent, older adults. Self-harm and suicide continue to be of concern. Since 2011, the rate of self-harm ED visits has been increasing. 
and it was higher in Ottawa compared to the rest of Ontario in 2016. In 2017, one in nine, 11%, grades seven to 12 students seriously considered suicide in the past year, with 60% of these students reporting that they had wanted to talk to someone but didn't know where to turn. In 2017, more than 1,300 students reported that they attempted suicide in the last year. Oh boy. On average, there are 80 deaths by suicide every year in Ottawa. That's the 2012 to 2016 average. Substance use often co-occurs with poor mental health. One in five, that's 20%, adults reported frequent binge drinking in the past year, 2013, 2014, and 12% of grades 7 to 12 students reported binge drinking in the past month, 2017. 13% of adults, 2013, 2014, and 18% of students in 2017 used cannabis at least once in the past year. Certain populations more frequently sought care for mental health or addictions concerns. Children aged 5 to 14 years rate of ED visits doubled for mood and anxiety disorders in the past 10 years, increase among females in rate of self-harm ED visits. This is gonna, I'm gonna, this is gonna sound strange as I narrate it, but it's like a bullet point kind of a thing. Youth and young adults 15 to 24 years, increasing rate of ED visits and hospitalizations for any mental health or addictions condition, including ED visits for mood and anxiety disorders, eating disorders and self-harm. Heavy drinking. Adults aged 45 to 64 years. Higher rates of outpatient physician visits for mental health and addictions. Older adults over 65 years. Slight increase in rates of hospitalizations for any mental health or addictions condition. Alzheimer's dementia is a leading cause of death. Women and girls. More often talk with a health professional about mental health. Higher and increasing rates of self-harm among youth and young adults aged 15 to 24 years. Girls in grades 7 to 12 more likely to consider suicide. Men aged 40 to 64 years, higher rate of death by suicide. Lower income, more often talk with health professional about mental health. Unemployed slash unable to work, more often talk with a health professional about mental, mental health. Less advantaged neighborhoods, more than twice the rates of ED visits for mental health and addictions compared to most advantaged neighborhoods. Mental health care utilization. Across Ontario, there has been a rising demand for mental health and addictions care in the community and in hospitals. Between 2006 and 2014, there was a 25% increase in physician visits, including psychiatrists, family physicians, and pediatricians for mental health concerns among children and youth in Ontario. At the same time, the rate of emergency department ED visits among children and youth for mental health and substance use disorders increased by 56%, with anxiety disorders accounting for the largest increase in acute care service usage. Further, there have been increases in return mental health visits to the emergency department and readmissions. Additionally, only 4 out of 10 children and youth discharged from acute mental health care in 2014 visited a physician for follow-up within a week. This section of the report includes a high-level snapshot of mental health utilization 
including select indicators from the Mental Health of Children and Youth in Ontario 2017 Scorecard. In 2018, the Mental Health and Addictions System Performance in Ontario, a baseline score, was released to report on the current state of Ontario's mental health and addiction service delivery for adults aged 16 years and older. The Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario and the Royal Hospital's Young Minds Partnership Report Card, the Royal Ottawa and Champlain's LHIN's Champlain Pathways to Better Care and the Youth Services Bureau, through their lead agency role, are addressing mental health service needs, such as mapping core services, wait times, and data quality improvements. Mental Health and Addictions-Related Physician Visits A variety of healthcare, community, and social service providers offer mental health support to residents based on billing practices of Ontario physicians, the general practitioners, family physicians, pediatricians, and psychiatrists, to the Ontario Health Insurance Plan, OHIP. Mental health and addictions outpatient service utilization can be measured. Patients may visit their physicians more than once in a year. Care provided by community-based mental health and addictions agencies, psychologists, and social workers are not included in this section due to data availability, but contribute to a substantial part of mental health care in Ontario. In 2015, 162,496 auto residents made 728,938 outpatient visits to physicians for mental health and addictions conditions. While stable in Ontario, from 2006 to 2015, the rate of visits was higher in Ottawa than for residents in the rest of Ontario. Ottawa residents aged 45 to 64 years visited physicians for mental health and addictions-related conditions more than other age groups. The rate of visits has increased for Ottawa residents aged 15 to 24 years from 54 visits per 1,000 population in 2006 to 689 visits per 1,000 population in 2015. A similar trend has been seen across Ontario. Mental health care contact. The percentage of auto residents aged 12 years and older who saw or talked to a health professional about their emotional or mental health in the past 12 months nearly doubled from 9% in 2005 to 16% in 2013 and 2014 and are higher than the rest of Ontario, 12% in 2013 and 14. Women, residents with the lowest household income and those unable to work or permanently unemployed reported higher levels of seeing or talking to a health professional about their emotional or mental health in the past year. Those with a mother tongue other than English or French reported lower levels of consultant health professional compared to residents with an English or French mother tongue. Women, low household income and being permanently un unable to work persist as being significantly associated with higher levels of consulting a health professional about mental health when controlling for all socioeconomic factors. In 2014, gay, lesbian and bisexual Canadians were more likely to have had a consultation with a psychologist in the past 12 months as compared to heterosexuals. For Canada's immigrant, refugee, ethnocultural and racialized populations, mental health care utilization is low due to service accessibility, 
language, stigma, and time allowed for patient-provider interaction.